This is the Medical Matters Podcast, a program which brings direct information, engaging discussion, and insight into the current state and issues surrounding healthcare. Now, here's your hosts, Dr. Peter Breyer and nurse practitioner Kelly McCormick. And uh, today we're going to talk about a couple of things, the first being uh, vitamins and supplements, and then we're going to move on to the WHO, which it, the WHO, the World Health Organization, um, which... Uh, uh, has some uh, advice uh, about non-sugar sweeteners. But let's first talk about uh, vitamins and supplements, which well, is a multi-billion dollar business. We all know that many, many, many people are taking vitamins, minerals, and supplements to uh, increase their health, improve their health, increase their longevity, lose weight. Uh, improve their well-being, live longer. Uh, the question is, are they wasting their money? <laughs> and and I apparently... Think there's lots of <laughs> showing that they are indeed wasting their money. Although there was one study that showed a 7% reduction in cancer risk among people taking a multivitamin compared to those taking a dummy pill or placebo. But uh, that conclusion had limitations, including short-term follow-up. But the finding was statistically significant. So that's one little thing that might 7% cancer reduction risk. Yeah. Well, that's, you know, that's okay. That's, yeah. I guess it's okay. Yeah, yeah. sure I it's mean, okay. Yeah. If sure, it's really if true. If, if it's you, then you're okay with that. So um, it says it says that the U.S. Preventive Task Force, um, they, uh, it's, which is an independent panel that make uh, recommendations based on uh, evidence-based recommendations, um, right. and this information is uh, updates report updates the group's uh, 2014 stance on this uh, topic. Um, so millions of people take them every day <laughs> and apparently, um, you can start saving, uh, your money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't take any supplements. I don't take anything. You don't take anything? I don't anything? take any vitamins, so, minerals. <coughs> I do take vitamin D. You take vitamin D, right. And I think there are... Low there, vitamin D level. Right. And yeah. I, I think there are some, you know, like... To me, I would say vitamin D, partly because, you know, I'm pretty pale, pasty individual. You know, we live in the northeast and, you know, lack of sunshine. Of course, I'm not somebody, and I generally have a low vitamin D level, yes. So I do um, do vitamin D, um, and I try to be good about it, but I'm not always good about taking it every day. But as in previous... Um, uh, segment, you know, I did have um, gastric bypass surgery. So, because so, so I take a few vitamins, and part of that is because of the nature of um, the, the surgery itself. So it's a malabs- it's a malabsorptive. But outside of that, so I would say right. So prior to that, though, outside of maybe taking some vitamin D, um, I was not a multivitamin. Um, supplement taker at all. I only really take because, you know, now I, I went through that um, surgery 
um, because of the nature of the surgery. But prior to that, I was not a um, taker and right. buyer of well, there are um, other reasons supplements. To, to need vitamins. I mean, some people have a B12 right. absorption problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, some, some vitamin deficiencies. Can get deficient but in certain But it doesn't necessarily minerals. mean that you need to um, take, Prophylactically a, take a vitamin vitamins. every day. Correct. Or these other combinations of stuff. Um I remember my parents' friends who were living in this little shack in in this poor town, Mm -hmm. and they started a vitamin mail-away business, and they used to, and they advertised on the back of comic books Mm -hmm. for these mail-away vitamins, and about two years, they were living in this big mansion in Euclid Harbor, a very rich neighborhood. (laughs) <laughs> say a lot of money in, in that. And one of the things that they do say about the recommendations is that the new recommendations don't apply to people with known or suspected nutritional deficiencies or special needs or people who are may become pregnant and they need the folic acid because you want to minimize neural tube defects. So um, the, the focus should be on... And, and I, you know, I, I, agree, I agree with this completely. Is I think if you eat a, a well-balanced diet that contains, you know, your green leafy vegetables and your, you know, things that that have all of these vitamins in it, um, that you should be getting your vitamin. The majority of your vitamins should be coming from the food that you eat, not from the bottles that you buy at the grocery store or the chain stores? I don't know about most people, but I dislike taking pills uh, immensely. I don't really want to take a vitamin. Have you seen some of those different those different vitamin supplements? I mean, so, some yeah, of them some are take huge. Like pills a day. <laughs> yes, I remember as a kid, so that would for me would have been probably around 50 years ago, <laughs> the lady that lived next door to us used to take all kinds of vitamins. She had like bottles and bottles of this this stuff. And so me and their daughter, who we were like the same age, would, you know, she would fill up her cups like for the week and she would work on them. They must have had like 30 different like pills in these cups. And so we'd, we'd go, she'd have them set them all out on the kitchen table, you know, like a week's worth or a month's worth of these pills and we'd fill them all up. And then she she worked on eating them through the day. You know, but what what kind of life is what kind of life is that for somebody? I I know. I just I just can't I just can't understand. My my parents used to send away to Germany and get these pills that they took. I don't know what was in them, but they claimed it made them live longer. My parents did live. (laughs) My father lived to be ninety one. My mother lived to be one hundred and four. So, so <laughs> all right. So the exception to the rule, <laughs> your mom and dad. So, so yeah, I think uh, it's interesting that things have kind of changed. Um, that they're actually coming out to say that you you may as well save save your money and uh, not uh, spend it on on all of these vitamins unless you have a particular vitamin deficiency right. um, and you vitamin. need help that you're not getting like through your food or for whatever reason um, would would 
It's what's amazing okay. to me is the faith that people have in these supplements and I know. And they're all over the T V. Yeah. Yeah. They're so I mean all these people have such faith in them. I I can't uh, I don't understand. And I don't know. Is it a placebo effect? I, I don't know. I think know. it's a placebo effect. I think Makes people want to assume that something is going to make them better, even feel though better. there's no proof of it, so they don't... The things that are proven, well, they're not that interested in them because they're already here. They want the stuff that's more advanced, advanced. in the future. So you're gonna take supplements. Take supplements, so so you don't you you don't need to unless you have a particular deficiency. Save your money. Save your money. So so the other thing I thought was interesting is the WHO, the World Health Organization, has come out with a new guideline on the non-sugar sweeteners, and those include things like the aspartame, the stevia, or any kind of stevia derivatives, saccharin. Yep. Sucralose, some of these I don't even know how to Fructose. say. Su- sucralose? Sucralose. Sucralose. Yeah. And um, this, what they did is they um, did a systematic review, included um, data from 283 studies in adults, children's, uh, pregnant women, and mixed populations, um, and suggests that the use does not confer any long-term benefit at reducing body fat in children and adults. They don't reduce body chill. fat. Yeah. They don't They're increase reducing, it yeah. Well, it says that they don't reduce it. I mean, I would think, like most of us, right? You know, you drink diet soda because you don't want the extra calories, blah, 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 blah. So you're going to drink six, you know, diet so what's Cokes or Pepsis a day. That? You drink more, you eat more because you think you did better by not drinking the fat? The, the soda, regular soda? Or so here it says, to clarify, the short-term... Um, non-sugar substitutes use results in a small reduction in body weight and body mass index in adults without significant effects on other measures of adiposity or adiposity and cardiometabolic health, including your fasting glucose, insulin, body lipids, and blood pressure. And on a long-term basis, um, suggested that higher uh, the non-sugar sweeteners Intake is associated with an increased risk for type 2 diabetes, cardiovascular disease, and all-cause mortality in adults. An increase in all-cause mortality? Yeah. In people who take those? Yeah, that's what they're saying. The the findings suggest. And then regarding risk for cancer, um, it says the association between saccharin intake and bladder cancer, um, it says... Suggests an association between saccharin intake and bladder cancer. This is very low certainty evidence, but significant associations with other types of cancers were not observed in case-controlled studies or meta-analysis. Mm-hmm. Um, so said reducing, yeah, replacing free sugars with non-sugar substitutes does not help with weight control in the long term. And then it says needs to consider other ways to reduce free sugars consuming foods with naturally occurring sugars like fruits and unsweetened food and beverages. Well, the big sugar to avoid, I mean, these are not an artificial sugar, but is this high fructose corn syrup, syrup is probably one of the biggest causes of obesity in this country, in the Western world. Uh, has a tremendous amount of calories, 
it's addicting. They put it in these huge sodas, you know, 7-Eleven cells and all that. Yeah, it's interesting. I did, you know, I don't think I really like looked at a like about soda labels, I guess, until I noticed that the Pepsi products, the Sierra Mist, is now off the market, and they replaced it with something called Starry, because I guess they felt their Sierra Mist was not competing well enough against Coke's Sprite. Mm -hmm. So then they've changed it some, so this would have a more lemon-lime flavor to it, I guess like Sprite, um, and then call it Starry. But in Starry, when I was looking at a can of Starry, um, it has the high uh, fructose corn. corn syrup in it. Well, it does make things taste good. Yeah, well, we yeah. all like things that taste good, <laughs> right? But really, if you want to try to avoid obesity, you should eliminate high fructose corn syrup from your diet as much as possible and not eat it at all. And I it's think that... artificial... And it, it causes obesity and diabetes. And, and it's addicting, I think. It makes you want more. So, yeah. So And then I think, you know, they kind of hit it on the head using things that have natural sugars like fruits and stuff like that. So you get a natural sugar. Then the <clears throat> artificial stuff. Um, but they put artificial stuff in a lot of things. And, <laughs> you know, sure. right. And and even you know kind of the the diet or the low fat i mean low fat stuff is then kind of oh, sometimes geez. filled up with you know sugar or sugar substitute type stuff and salt on some oh, level you, get, you don't even know where they're from because you know it says distributed by somebody in st louis or something but you don't know where all the ingredients Right. Came from. Not unless they list them on the packaging. They might list the ingredients, but they don't list where they come from. Well. So, um, I don't know. You, we put a lot of things in our body. We have no idea what they are. Well, certainly a lot of processed stuff, right? <laughs> processed food. I think there's general agreement that processed food is bad for you. In general. Right. And red meat probably isn't good for you either. So, you know, legumes and things like that. Right, always, yeah, somebody that um, I know always kind of said, you know, if you eat close to the earth, meaning, you know, natural grains and beans and fruits and vegetables and that kind of thing, um, that you know, so you're, you'll you're live three months longer. Exactly, <laughs> but you might live those three months well longer. <laughs> Who you knows? Better time eating all that processed food that tastes so good. <laughs> yeah, I think I think yeah, I think it would be interesting to kind of I don't know, like you follow somebody, you know, a cohort of people who eat kind of probably the way most of us kind of. Eat and then you follow somebody. First came out as a little pill. Yeah, little teeny, little teeny, teeny white. Yeah. And they they dropped it in their sanka. Is the sanka like um? Instant coffee. Yeah, first instant coffee was sanka. I don't know. One little little tiny sanka pills in the sanka. 
And so now, now you shouldn't be doing that, apparently. Yeah. So yeah, so I guess the, the message is you, you don't need to be buying all kinds of supplements, eat, nope. you know, and eat, eat close to the earth. <laughs> Doesn't mean sit outside on the lawn and eat, but eat grains, vegetables, fruits, um, the things that nature, nature provides, right? And you have to put a plug in to stay active. Oh yeah, you have to stay active. Physically. Yes. Get your 7,500 to 10,000 steps in a day if you all set. You live forever. Most, a lot of days I get probably close to 5,000 steps just running around the hospital seeing people. Right. Yeah. Well, that's good. Yeah. You, should, you know, always try to get as many as you can. But try to get, They you say 7,500 is a good number of steps a day. You don't need all the supplements, just do the exercise. Exercise. It's a lot easier right. to buy a few pills. But it is a lot easier said than done, right? I think of most course. of us can, you know, admit that, that right. it's a lot easier easier to 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 <laughs> do as I say not as I do um, That's for sure. <laughs> mantra right but uh, yeah it's uh, it's it's a do as I say not as I do <laughs> well anyway people save your money on the supplements buy your food <laughs> enjoy it Exactly. But not buy it from McDonald's. No. Or Wendy's. Or Burger King. Or, you know. And we speaking of fast food, I know. KFC. You, and, and now that we're talking about that, do you think that there are, if we're going to talk about not eating from the earth, <laughs> or close to the earth, um, do you think there are some fast food places that are a little better than others, or that, you know, well, making I, better choices, if you're going to go out to those places? Yeah. I think if you, uh, certainly if you get the monster burger versus a, a small cheeseburger, that you're probably making a better choice with right. a small cheeseburger. The question is, are you making a better choice with the impossible burger that has no <clears throat> red meat in it and just vegetarian? <clears throat> so that's, that's a question. Does that actually help your health or not? Well, I've never had an Impossible Burger, so well, I, I have say. not either. But um, I, and I, I'm not sure I, I would be able to eat one. I don't think I would be because <laughs> I'm very food funny about some stuff. So I don't know if I could. I've never get tried one them, down, but I've heard they're pretty good. Some people have told me they're pretty good. So here's kind of an interesting thing. So I just Googled the Impossible Burger. So it gave me a breakdown. And then, so you tell me if you think it is actually better than just eating ground beef. So this is a comparison between a, the, the Impossible Burger and using 90% lean ground beef. Calories, Impossible Burger, 230, 90% lean ground beef, says 199. Total fat. Impossible Burger, 13 grams of fat versus 11.3 on the beef, ground beef. Mm-hmm. Carbs, 9 grams, beef, 0 grams. And then protein, 19 grams for the Impossible Burger and 22, a little over 22 for the ground beef. So like head-to-head, 
It does does seem so, doesn't it? It does seem so, doesn't it? Yeah, and calories is more calories. They have to make it taste good, so it has to be artificially done. It's very living through chemicals. It's got to be helped along the way. I think there are some good, healthy choices, though. I mean, I think of, like, Chick-fil-A, which is kind of boomed around this area here. And we just had another one, and then we're getting another one over on uh, this side of the river that we live in. Um, you know, you never. So, what did you have? I had a grilled chicken sandwich. You had a grill. Oh, so you were good. You didn't have their original sandwich, which is the uh, fried sandwich. So, again, that to me seems like a, you know. I wouldn't say it was any better than McDonald's grilled chicken. No, but I'm saying like the 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 choices, you know, like the fried chicken sandwich versus a grilled chicken sandwich, and then of course maybe not getting like the mayonnaise on it, which just adds more calories and fat to it. But um, you know, like Chick Fil A, they have like a grilled chicken wrap. Mm -hmm. Seems like a a reasonable um, alternative. Um, as well as, you know, their salads and, and having uh, a grilled chicken on, on a salad. And, you know, of course, a lot of that also salads depends on what dressing are you picking um, to, to put on that That's salad. <laughs> so I think, you know, overall finding, you know, choices. Um, well, they say the Mediterranean diet, or as you say, closer to the earth, the um, grains... Pizza's processed. Um, generally speaking, anything you really like or taste good is from hot dogs or processed. Americans love hot dogs. Hamburgers. Hot dogs are like a staple, I think, especially when you have like little kids. I think yeah. that can be a staple. You know, kids, you know, all, all the things kids like to eat grilled cheese sandwich, chicken fingers, macaroni and cheese, chicken nuggets. Macaroni and cheese, you know, which is interesting, right? Because then you think, well, you know, it's probably overall not the best nutritionally, but then when you have toddlers that can be so picky, right? Do you decide, hey, I'm trying to give them a a hunk of grilled chicken versus a chicken nugget or some macaroni and cheese, you know, rather than eat something, rather than stick their nose up on it and then say they're not going to eat anything. Now you sit there until you finish eating. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I don't think that's a wise thing to do. No, I don't. I don't. Because sometimes I'll just say, "Oh, I'll just sit here as long as you will." <laughs> that's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So anyway, so already, so what do we come up? What, what do we come away with today? Save your money. Save your money. <laughs> don't don't take the vitamins, minerals, supplements, whatever. Crazy supplement you've been taking, and it's probably eat, stop eat, it. Eat close to the earth. And if you get sick two weeks later, don't blame it on us. <laughs> exactly, well, because you didn't have your vitamin C it's, or your. It had nothing to do with that. That's right. It's just a coincidence. Exactly. 
You've been listening to the Medical Matters Podcast. Listen weekly for more news and wisdom from professionals who provide direct patient care. The information discussed on this program does not take the place of your provider. Check out past shows, additional content, and leave your questions and comments at medicalmatterspodcast.com.